Welcome back to Left of Normal, where everything that isn't right is left, and everything that is left is right. I'm your host, Scott Siri. Uh, when you're done listening to today's episode, hit up that subscribe button so that you get a little ding on your phone every time a new episode is launched. And if it's available, a five-star rating would be super cool. Last week, we looked at nothing, really. Um, we had a short week for the 4th of July, and that Friday, I was on the boat float. The following week, I took Thursday and Friday off to go traipsing through the mountains. Uh, if you scroll back to episode 12, I talk about why being outdoors is great. Nature is much more predictable than human beings. Because of those two short weeks in a row, I was scrambling to get everything done, and something's got to give, so I had to cut you guys off from the sound of my voice for one week. But don't worry, we're back now. This week we are looking at parenting. Specifically, we're looking at parenting as an adult on the spectrum. Now, I do plan to have a follow-up cast that talks about parenting a child who's on the spectrum, and maybe another one with Jessica about parenting uh, with a left-of-normal spouse or left-of-normal child, all that jazz. We'll just kind of go into all these different iterations of parenting and left-of-normal children, spouses, adults, whatever. So anyways, there was a blog that I read uh, years and years ago. And despite the power of Google, I cannot find it. But I think it was by the right-wing political pundit commentator Matt Walsh. Just a side note, I really don't agree with the bulk of what this dude says, except for this particular piece of writing that I think he wrote. Or somebody wrote it, because I remember reading it. So as far as I can tell, Mr. Walsh has no kids. And he wrote this piece titled, and I paraphrase here because, again, I can't find the actual blog, titled, You're a Bad Parent. Or perhaps it was, you're not good at parenting, or something along those lines. Okay, click clickbait enough that I opened it up. I wanted to see what this dude had to say. And I don't think I was even a parent at the time, either. So, once he got into it, it actually made some good sense. There's roughly 2 billion sets of parents out there, parenting roughly 2 billion children. Now... I didn't deep dive to see all the ages on those stats. Uh, if you include adult children, we're probably much, much higher number than that. So the idea is if you think you're doing this parenting thing really well, you have to realize that if you have one child, you represent one two billionths of all the parents out there. Even if you have 10 kids, you only represent one out of 200 million parent-kid relationships. So in other words, you're you are statistically insignificant to represent what is or is not a good parent. Therefore, you're really probably not good at parenting. All right, so quips and stats aside, we all know that parenting is hard, and we're all just hanging on for dear life and hoping that our kids turn out, well, what, we just hope they don't end up in jail or dead. So I'll walk you through some of my parenting adventures, what I feel I did well with, and where the struggles are as a left-of-normal parent. We'll start all the way back when, well, it first started, when Holden was born. 
So I've gone gone through some of this in previous episodes. You may remember a few of these stories, but this is a little refresher in case you're new here. When Holden was born, I was working a job making a ton of money. It was somewhere around $14 an hour. And it's not that I hated that particular job. It's that I hated all jobs. And I, I still do. Work has never really been my forte. And even less my forte when I had to work for someone else. Of course, now that I'm working for myself, life's a little bit better. But... Another rant for another time. Being on the spectrum, trying to integrate into jobs full of normies, it really doesn't work out too well. And there's a statistically high number of spectrum people that are unemployed because of that. So anyway, Holden was born, and we looked over our our finances. 14 bones an hour comes out to around two grand a month after taxes. Childcare would have eaten up around 800-ish of that, and our child would be without his parents for an entire day. Not something we wanted to do. And so I did what any adult with a great job would do. I quit. Well, I dropped down to about 12 hours per week. Uh, Jessica's mom and my dad would help by spending a day here and there with the boy. And the rest of the time, after Jessica was done with maternity leave... I got to just play with a baby all day long. I spent nap times, some evenings, and maybe a little bit of time on the weekends working on my copywriting business, but the bulk of what I did was just hang out with a baby. I've made this comment uh, before. I I hear people lament online about how difficult it is to be a parent, especially a parent of a young person, such as a baby. And I say, man, those are the best couple years of my life. All I did was play with a baby all day long. And if I actually did say that out loud or type it in a response, I'd usually get a ton of flack, people chiding me, saying, there's more to it than just playing with a baby all day long. Yeah, I get that. And no, I don't agree. Playing with a baby all day long was fun and awesome. Even the days where he did nothing but scream all day long. And that happened quite a bit because he was a colicky little one. But for the most part, we just set up our routine. Tuesdays, we'd clean the house. Wednesdays, we went shopping. Thursdays, we went to the YMCA. I carried him around when he was little, and he followed right along with me when he was able to walk. When we were driving in the car, we'd just sing songs, or I'd hold up fingers and I'd count with him, or we'd practice the ABCs. Part of that was we had him on a fairly strict napping schedule, And teaching him to count, know his ABCs, learn colors, and even practice a little bit of Spanish was all part of not having him fall asleep in the car, which would ultimately mess up the nap schedule. So babies are much easier to deal with than not babies. Mostly because they don't talk back and they don't make fun of you for not fitting in or understanding anything. And they just love to play with colorful blocks and giggle a bit when you make a silly face. Now, as Holden got older, we did have him in daycare a couple days a week. Uh, The goal was to help socialize him and get him comfortable around other kids. It was during this time I focused more on writing and growing the business so I could at least provide something for the household and not feel as much of a bum because society has really ingrained in us that stay-at-home parenting is 
worthless. I don't agree. If I could be a stay-at-home parent even now, I definitely would never work again. So anyway, all the way up through age five or six, we use these routines that I love and helped keep things on track. And that's about the age when we discovered or realized for real that he wasn't a normie. Uh, Diagnosed with ADHD and as left of normal, those traits started to kick in around that age. Now this made things a bit more difficult because now routines and expectations weren't quite as quickly followed. Instead, instructions were given, but as that ADHD brain was highly active, they were entirely not heard. So now it's a complete relearning of how to guide a child that has a high-functioning brain, both high-functioning is in the sense he's very smart, but also high-functioning in the sense that it never stops or slows down. For the normies out there, I'll try to describe kind of the best I know of what's going on. So first, on the ADHD side, there's this constant need for movement and sound. There's all this pent-up energy that needs to be released. And usually it will come out, as especially in a young child, as yelps, shrieks, and banging on things. Much like a monkey does. On the left of normal side, there's also a need for stimulus. And that comes out as hearing and feeling those yelps, shrieks, and banging on things. For the child, it's normal, and it's how they process sensories and expel sensories, for lack of a better word. For an adult, it is frustrating and quite annoying. Now, the problem is that these sounds and actions are largely uncontrollable. Medication for ADHD can help slow the mind a bit, so impulses aren't quite as outrageous, but these things don't really get better. Now, over the t- over time, he will be able to recognize what's going on use his thinking brain to override what those impulses and perform tasks that are socially acceptable and not socially inappropriate. Of course, those days seem like they're still a long ways off. So as a parent of a left of normal child, it was still all about those routines. It's about making sure things are well lined up, expectations are clearly set, and guidelines are in place. But it's also a stretch as a left-of-normal parent, knowing that half the time, everything will be completely ignored, and that primitive brain, that ADHD brain, whatever it's called, there's actually a scientific name for it, and I can't remember what it is. It has to do with an overactive amygdala. That part of the brain has to be satisfied. So only when that monkey brain is satisfied can the thinking brain swoop in and begin to comprehend what's going on in the world around the child? And so that means me, a rational adult who really only makes shrieking monkey noises when nobody else is around, I just suppress all that rage of routines and scripts and things not being followed. I suppress those into tiny little brain tumors. Eventually I'll deal with those some some other time in my life, but not now. So how do you parent as a left of normal? How do you manage? First of all, the best way to do this, if you're a left of normal parent, the best tip I can give you is don't 
allow your children to age past age three. That's about when they start to realize that they can talk back and they realize that not everything you say is absolute gold. So sometime around their third birthday, depending on the kid, might be a little before or a little after, just go ahead and trade them in for a newer model. I don't know exactly how that works. I never had the opportunity. I didn't know that was an option. So you might have to do some research on that. But if that's not an option, if you can't get a new model, uh, just keep going with those routines. Uh, Keep pushing for that structure. Even the kids that are not on the spectrum will thrive with a better structure. And one of those things that actually did stick that we did very well with Holden was all these years he's been a great sleeper. And all through infancy and childhood, we kept that structure and that routine of naps and bedtimes. And now it's just like not even a battle. It's just this is how it's done. This is what we do. And you go to bed and you fall right asleep. If only I could go to bed and fall right asleep as well. That battle doesn't wage in bedtimes, but there is the battle of knowing that you really can't control your child. You provide the support, you provide the structure, and you hope for the best. That's about as good of advice as I can give you, left of normal, normie, or right of normal. If you're a parent, you got to find those routines and those systems and processes, just like everywhere else, everywhere else in life, and massage them until they work for you. For now, you've had a peek into the world where everything left is right. If it feels right, then it must be left. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, join that Facebook community, and be sure to ask any questions you have over there. I believe you can ask anonymously, too, so if you feel it's a stupid question, nobody will see your name. I'll see your name, but I won't call you out. And remember that everyone sucks at parenting. Just hold on for dear life and hope your kid doesn't end up in jail. And remember, share this podcast with your friends, whether they are left, normies, or right.